for not living up to a core value around being your real or whole or whatever self. But let me tell you, you will be reprimanded and fired potentially if you violate some of those other core values at work, right? If you're really behaving in ways that contradict them. Yeah, it happens. Totally. Absolutely. But here's the larger point that by embodying that value around authenticity, it might be that at the same time, you are violating a different value. Oh, I see it. I mean, there is tension there. There's a disconnect in the message of be your authentic self, but please don't sexually harass your colleagues. <laughs> you know, like, or be your authentic self, but please don't flash your coworker, right? I mean, there are all these policies that we have at work that run against being your authentic self. And yet we lie to employees all the time, right? Why do you think we continue to lie to employees, whether we work in HR, we work in leadership? And I wonder what other lies are we telling? Well, you brought up labels a second ago, right? And you're short, you're an immigrant or whatever, whatever (laughs) that label will be. So I don't necessarily think that labels are inherently bad. Because, Lori, you are short, by the way. I am. I am. That is a true, authentic label. (laughs) I cannot run away from that. No, I can't. The issue is not the labeling. The issue is all of the other potential crap that we ascribe to a label, right? I think people who are fat, obese, they get it really bad. Like, yeah, you might be fat, but... Okay, so what? Or you may be fat, but you may be fit, right? I mean, there are overweight people who run 5Ks. They run marathons with people of all different sizes. But you're right. I mean, there's all this other noise that comes around with the label and it's all like biases or or just, you know, stupidity even. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. But we bring a lot to a label. Absolutely. It's what you bring to the label that is problematic. And I will say, it's not just the negative stuff that you might bring to a label, but also the positive stuff. I think a lot of us just, and there's research that bears this out, that we feel attractive people are more competent. Taller people are more competent. Thinner people. And so we ascribe like all of these attributes, well, oftentimes consciously too, let's just to be clear, but sometimes unconsciously. And I think we really have to work against that. I think it's up to all of us to just always pause and say, okay, just as an example, if we're dealing with a gender issue, well, replace gender with race, you know, or replace it with other characteristics. And oftentimes that's a means to really kind of see an unconscious bias in a new light, you know, swap different groups, for example. And you realize, well, what's the difference then, you know? Well, it got me thinking about that one article I wrote at the conference board. Do you know the story? Do you remember the story where I wrote, why not just embrace this beauty bias and hire only pretty people, hire only tall people, hire only attractive people? Why not give it a go? It might have a direct impact on your bottom line. If you're going to be biased that way, just own it because maybe there's some science there, right? And do you remember? You were like, we can't run this. (laughs) Like you encouraged me to write it. And then you're like, yeah, we're getting some pushback on this. And so I flipped it and said, oh, this is terrible, right? I mean, my ideas were so malleable at that time. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to practice writing for an executive audience. (laughs) (laughs) But I think there's a discussion around honesty that we're not having in the workplace, right? I think we do bring all of these assumptions around performance. And yet, we don't really know what makes workers good. 